Section 7 of The Fasti. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Morgan Scorpion. The Fasti by Ovid. Translated by John Benson Rose. Section 7. Book 3. Martius. Now doff thine helmet, O Mars Belliki, loose from that cask those locks, and present be. Now you will ask what fellowship there lies twixt Mars and the sweet muse. The muse replies, This month belongs to you, it bears your name. Minerva warlike is, and yet her fame extends to science. Then let Pallas be your great example. Do the like as she. Depose the spear, there else is to be done. Unarmed you were when Vestal Priestess won. On her was Rome's progenitor begot. When Ilia, Vestal Virgin. Wherefore not, I prithee, speak of this? When to the spring she came at early dawning morn To bring waters for sacrifice, Descended, she deposed the urn from off her head, And so reposed, opened her bosom to the breeze, And smoothed her locks disordered, And with spirit soothed, sate on the turf, Lulled by the sleepy sound of willows, birds and waters babbling round till sleep crept stealthily upon her and on either side languid dropped either hand mars sees beholds desires and enjoys by power divine and stealth he barred a noise she wakes but heavily rome's founder lies in embryo in her womb she fain to rise doth marvel at such heaviness but speaks her thoughts aloud or is it slumber breaks or have i seen a vision brightest beam too vivid for a vision or a dream prove fortunate and good i stood before the ilacan flames the fillet that i wore the sacred fillet fell into the flame and thence two palm-trees sprung yet not the same for one was greater than the other and with mighty branches shadowed sea and land and reared to stars aloft its new-born head and lo, with axe in hand, mine uncle sped to hew them down. I quake remembering. But Lupa then, and Picus, gainst the king, aid marshal brought, and so the palm-trees both stood all unscathed, and flourished in their growth. She spake the vision as she filled the urn, and with step faltering raised it to return. Meanwhile, as Remus grew, Quirinus grew, brethren celestial till their period drew two little months remained or ere the god of light his annual pilgrimage had trod and sylvia was a mother the images of vesta veiled tis said their virgin eyes the flames went out and fanes rocked to and fro as vestal maiden felt maternal throw unjust amulius heard usurper he robbed from his brother of the sovereignty Amulius gave commands to drown them both, but back the river waters fled, as loath him to obey and cast the boys on shore. Who doth not know our legendary lore? The dugs of Lupa, food by Picus brought. Neither may I pass by in silent thought. Faustulus and Laurentia, humble pair, December claims them unto genii dear. At Laurentalia will I sing their praise, Enshrined amidst our chiefest festal days. But now of sons of Mars, Twelve years are past, 
beneath the golden locks the beard grows fast and even then their comrades wanted were to bend and bow to sons of ilia fair oft they returned rejoicing from the raid and brought exulting back the plunder prayed but when they learnt their origin they sighed at village fame twas then amulius died pierced by the sword of romulus twas then that numitor received his realm again twas then the walls were built and in his pride remus o'erleapt them testily and died and rome was built reared her eternal head and then her father and her founder said thou arbiter of arms from whom i spring proofs are not wanting good proof will i bring that it is so it is to thee we owe the first month of the roman year bestow thy name upon it henceforth o my sire the father ratified the son's desire well pleased withal and very true it was the ancients worshipped mars in chief because war was their study and their chief delight athens rejoices in minerva's might diana's worshipped in minoan crete hypsipylean soil is vulcan's seat sparta and great mycenae juno claim mount menelus of faunus brutes the fame and latium joys in mars the god of war our pride and power prithee now explore the fasti of our race's peregrine each numbers mars his calendar within with albans tis the third month so it runs with the arecians and telegons the fifth faliscans and laurentians hold the hernicans the sixth the sabines bold curati and peligni hold the fourth equicoli the tenth month and so forth but romulus decreed his sire to have due precedence therefore the name he gave nor had our fathers calends more than ten instead of twelve the victors had not then adopted science from unwarlike greece science at rome not sciences of peace war and the pelum satisfied their souls nought knew they of the spheres of heaven the poles the hyads pleiads and the arctoi twain of sinosura midst the starry train marked by sidonians nor of heliki guides to the mariner nor other stars that be steered by greeks nor of the annual sun through the twelve signs nor of career that's run monthly by lunar steeds they knew not these but yet they knew the stars were deities yet marked they not them rise and disappear but watched their standards with religious fear standards of straw and yet respect they had equal to that now to our eagles paid yes maniples suspended on a pole surnamed manipulas the men on roll therefore in docile spirits lacking guide made their quinquennial lustres time and tide ten months too short ten months then made a year ten lunar revelations number dear but wherefore for ten fingers we possess or that ten form our units each excess shown by addition or that such periods date the time our gravid dames parturiate however romulus formed companies ten of a hundred each ten equities ten of hastati of the princeps ten ten of pilani so with countrymen their tribes divided he by like degrees ten tribes of titians ramnes Duceres, 
and the like period that our widows bear mourning for husbands he decreed the year now mark these proofs proofs i adduce to show kalends of march were first and ever so the flamen then takes down the laurel boughs to be replaced with new and annual vows the tree of phoebus planted is before the portals of the rex and curial door the old bays fall from altus iliacan and vesta readorned is seen and in her secret crypt new fire with flames that burn with renovated strength from whence i learn the year commenced from hence i further find worship divine at this tide first assigned anna perenna to i find we chose our annual magistrates until the close perfidious penae of your wars from this count five we have the month of quintilis heading the numbered months pompilius nursed midst field of olives led to rome was first to understand that two months wanting were whether instructed by Egeria or by the Samian sage who taught the law of the soul's transmigration, this no more did he discover. Faulty still the year, until the subject prompted Caesar's care. Who, like a god himself, and father to a godlike race, bethought it not undue to study heaven, or ere he entered in that promised unknown home, there to begin his course uncomprehended, therefore paid attention to the solar signs and made his observations duly to the year three hundred and five days he adds a pair of months of thirty each and one fourth more these fractions formed an unit for the score of a full lustrum that is of years four calens martialis matronalia and temple of juno lucina if tis allowed to seers allowed to me to question gods as tis averred to be tell me gradivus tell me god of war this feast of matrons why do you endure so i and to me mars unhelmeted but in his hand a spear appeared and said how now i god of war am summoned here questioned of peaceful arts not in my sphere tis well i am contented i am glad pallas minerva do not thou be sad. Now, toilsome poet of our Latin tides, here mark and learn my precepts for your guides. Rome was an infant, but in infancy of promise large of what she was to be. The walls arose, deemed but too spacious then, too narrow now for multitudes of men. Ask you how Romulus was housed of old? The house Romulian, thatched with straw, behold he on a bed of stubble sought repose yet from that bed he to the stars arose he without father-in-law alliance none made his small roman realm of great renown neighbours forsooth despised his penury nor credit would that i his sire could be to dwell in huts midst flock and herd to moil and lord it o'er uncultivated soil fowls of the air and wild beasts have their mates the serpent with its female propagates but with a roman none would wed and all refused alliance matrimonial i chafed and told to romulus my mind pray not beseech not cast prayer to the wind and trust in arms i said to consus now prepare the festival and pay the vow Consus will show you what is to be done the day you chant his sacred odes upon. 
and now the men of cures chafed and all their fellow sufferers at that festival they came in dread hostility and saw warfare commence betwixt sons and sires-in-law the war protracted was for many a year and matrons won by force then mothers were they met in juno's fane her cilia spoke my child-in-law we bear the victor's yoke in common all but now the time has come that we cannot be pious and be dumb the battle joins and now upon which side the gods to be entreated are decide for husbands or for fathers and shall we elect for widowhood or orphancy my spirit prompts me now to counsel you and as she counselled they resolved to do with loosened hair in mourning weeds arrayed they sought the field of battle where displayed the standards were and trumpets sounding then the matrons rushed betwixt the ranks of men and bore their babes with them then down they fell with outstretched arms their little babes as well shouting in unison with baby pleas soon as they saw their grandsires on their knees the mothers fell and infants held on high prompted and taught what names to shout and cry the warriors weapons fell swords cast aside lo they embrace husband and father bride and daughter headstrong combatants embrace and praise the matrons praise the infant race the grandsire takes the grandchild in his shield and pleasing burthen bears him from the field Ebelian mothers thence have paid to me on my first calens duteous fealty either because they rushed to end that war by love and tears or because ilia became a matron by me matrons hold my holiday and rights but hyam's old he likewise takes departure ice and snow melt in the genial sun now all things grow the bud the leaves the tender shoot the blade from earth where it lay hidden it hath made a way whereby to raise itself in air the field is fecund nature's face is fair the herd rejoicing tis the time for love the bird rejoicing vocal is the grove there now they build their nests so latin dames hail the prolific season with acclaims fresh from their hearts maternal furthermore this hill esquilian it was here of yore the roman king kept ward and here again if i remember rightly was the fane our matrons raised to juno on that day i do not know that i have more to say my mother juno loves as you may see the married dames therefore they follow me bring blossoms then entwine the locks with flowers the goddess joys in blossoms and their bowers and pray and say lucina mother bright lucina mother make my travail light then let the gravid matron lose her hair and soothe the goddess with a pious prayer feast of ancilia who will declare wherefore the salii bear the shields of mars sacred ancilia rear and chant mamorius thou unto dion dear nymph of her grove and lake egeria wife unto numa tis thy festival come nymph egeria and responsive tell the lake arician precinct is with groves her shrine religious sanctity approves here latent lies hippolytus no steed steeds bore him unto death here stray or feed here stand the sacred thorns whence threads depend and tablets that avouch their goddess friend 
here often in redemption of a vow with torch in hand and chaplet on her brow the damsel comes and here of daring hand and fleetest foot the chieftain of the band reigns till another slay him a small jet of water from the rock sweet rivulet oft have i quaffed it glides by murmuring goddess by muses love it is thy spring egeria numa's wife and counsellor here bade quirites gods and law adore denouncing wars and therefore law was framed nor might gave right and savage natures tamed rites holy were religiously observed it shamed them then to see how far they swerved from civil law the soul once truculent at sight of altars ceasing to resent cast on the shrines the salted meal and wine and the omnipotent from heights divine in wrath it seemed upon the terrene frame hurled storm and thunderbolt and fire and flame trembled the wrecks terror possessed the rest ignoble souls the goddess them addressed be not dismayed she said you may annul thunder and lightning jove is placable make ye atonement how this wrath to quell picus and faunus roman gods know well not without force though captives must they be and manacled ere they will answer ye the grove of aventine is dark and drear well would ye what divinity dwelt there green was its grassy glade the moss was wet with waters of perennial rivulet and that sequestered haunt from fountain brink faunus and picus wanted there to drink and numa nymph instructed sought that haunt and sacrificed his bident to the fount and ranged the cups of wine and with his men laid wait within the cavern even then the god sylvestrian came and did not spare to drink their wine their wearied frames to cheer and sleep ensued and numa rushed with bands forth from the cave and manacled their hands they woke to struggle with their bonds in vain gods of the groves said numa don't arraign me of impiety nor purpose blame but tell me how the lightning's leaven flame may be made harmless faunus shook his head and honours beaming on it as he said thou dost demand too much it is denied gods to divulge what heaven above doth hide our power hath limits gods agriston we and reign o'er mountains jupiter hath sway over his weapons go inquire of jove alone thou canst not force him from above but with our aid thou mayst perchance do so so faunus said picus assents thereto and adds but free us free us and i swear by gloomy sticks jove shall himself appear coerced by valid spell that which they did coercing heaven be it for ever hid chant we of things permitted to be known and hide what guiltlessly may not be shown from heaven on high did they elicit thee o jupiter therefore posterity called thee elicius it is well known the forest peaks of aventine bent down and the earth sunk oppressed by jupiter with rushing blood and hearts unwanted stir king numa trembled with his hair on end too awestruck to ask or comprehend when sense returned he said o king and sire of heavenly gods of thee do i inquire how the dread lightnings may averted be if with pure hands i ever worship thee if now my prayer be just and lawful tell 
Jove, nods assent, but speaks in parable, and answers him with words equivocal. Cut off a head, he said. We will obey, a keeper of my garden will I slay. A man's, he added, forelock of his head, a soul. A soul's, so be it, Numa said. He laughed and said, O man of mighty wit, not to be circumvented, see to it, propitiate my fulmina with these. When Cynthius to-morrow morning sees, risen full-orbed and round, I, Jupiter, the certain pledge of empire will confer. Jove spoke and reascended. Thunder loud wrapped him from Numa worshipping in cloud. And Numa joyfully departed thence. But the Quirites heard with diffidence the tale he told. You will believe, he said, or ere another day be passed and sped, when Cynthia's soars to-morrow, Jupiter the certain pledge of empire will confer. They doubted still, misliking the delay, and lacking faith in an approaching day. With dawning morn, whilst earth was wet with dew, the people to the regal threshold drew. He comes, and sits on throne of maplewood, and round him stand the silent multitude, and Phoebus rose, whilst hopes and fears absorb their spirits, as they watch the rising orb. And Numa rose, and veiled his head with white, and raised his suppliant hands to heaven's height, and uttered thus, The time is come! Confer the pledge of promised empire, Jupiter! Then, in full disk, in the ethereal blue, the glorious god of day emerged to view. God thundered thrice. Thrice lightened in the clear calm was the sky. O oh, credit what you hear. The fact is true, I say, though wonderful, for parting in the mist the heavens unroll, and whilst the king and people veiled their eyes, a shield, poised lightly, falling from the skies, lights on the ground, and then the shout oos of Romans to the skies, and Numa chose. An unyoked heifer, sacrificed to be, or ere he raised the gift, the Ankele, he named it so, for angle it had none, but mindful that the empire hung upon this Ankele, to guard it was his care, he ordered several others, similar, to baffle thieves and cheat the outward eye. Mamorius, whether blessed by probity or artist's skill, completed the hard task. Numa, munificent to him, said, Ask, and have your price. Fear it not, it shall be paid, my faith is known. Mamorius had made arms for the Salii, and had also framed words to be chanted to their leaping famed. Mamorius answered, Fame to me belong, and let my name close their appointed song. Therefore the priests call on Mamorius, and the reward for art awarded thus. Now, should you wish to marry, should you both impatient be, and at delay be wroth, be wise, delay it, it will serve you well. Mars moves to strife, and strife should never dwell with husband and with wife. A happier sign, and happier omen spousals shall combine. And let the wife of the Dialis now, girded, but with her locks unbraided, go. End of section 7